If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. We are live with the completely unnecessary podcast for Wednesday, December 4th, 2013, alongside my compadre, sometimes friend, sometimes foe, Ian Ferguson. Hello, it's what? episode 8. I think it is. My name is Pat Contry. And how are we doing out there in internet land? How are you doing, Ian? I'm just dandy. How about you? Dandy? Dandy. It's better than the usual. Delightful? Lethargic and wishing for death. Fantastic. I'm not ever wishing for death. You just seem to be. That's just, you're projecting that feeling off. I'm a laid-back individual. <laughs> a laid-back? My, my legs say otherwise. You're still but... in Jedi mode, I see. Mm-hmm. Has there been an episode without the hoodie? I think one there was. Bad, I think the first one there wasn't a hoodie. There was no hoodie in the last one. Back Way there, back in August when we were, we were in the one episode in my room with the giant Mario in the background, which was fun. Yeah, that was creepy. And, uh, yeah, I don't always wear the hoodie. I just wear it a lot. <laughs> so, um, coming up in the show, we're going to d- discuss uh, Wonder Woman has been cast in Batman vs. Superman. We'll talk, about, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Twitch shutting down the PS4 Playroom game. We're going to talk about that. It's going to be a shorter one t- uh, tonight. We're also going to be doing a Q&A, hashtag CU podcast on Twitter if you want us to answer a question. Uh, some announcements. Ian and I, we got our tickets booked for MAGFest. Yay. Okay. Took me three years to get you out there, but finally it's happening. Mm-hmm. So, I still don't know why or how. You're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to be making pins, you said, to give out and or sell. Yeah, I don't know that I'd sell them. I mean, maybe <laughs> if you don't want to hunt me down. But I was thinking about doing four different pins, one for each day, just because it would be funny. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> like Comic-Con exclusive? I'll just, I'll just leave, the, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave the leftovers in bathrooms at the end of the day. Um, but I was thinking I would do four... Uh, a, a, a basically it would be video game cartridges with tacos on them and i would uh, uh I, i'm hoping to have my my girlfriend help me draw these i would do a pc engine uh card i would do a game boy cartridge a neo geo pocket color cartridge and a genesis cartridge because those are my four favorite systems same label or, or different label probably different, different. <laughs> you know whatever <laughs> well, can you, what's an idea you might have had for one? Oh, they're just quick little doodles i mean they're gonna be one inch buttons so it's not gonna be much more than like you're, a, you you're gonna do, you're doodling them uh, I well, I have an idea in my head, but I'm gonna need someone like Vonnie to help me because I have no artistic she can talent. Draw. Oh yes, she can draw very well. I can't draw. In my head, I'm like, I can draw. Then you start doing it, and I'm like a four year old. Yeah, I can see it. If I could just yeah. imprint the image, oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. great. But yeah, no, that's I can't. Like, that's I can't. like music. I can I can hum great themes in my head, and I'm like, wish I could just put that down somehow. Yeah, gotta work on that app. So yeah, uh, I think that, well, I'm gonna be a part of a few panels. We're gonna be part of a couple panels. Um, the Retroware TV panel, which will be coming back probably. It will be coming back. We just want official confirmation. Uh, Video Game Collecting 101, which is a panel that I first did. Um, well, was that at SGC in June, I believe? Was that the first one? Um, and then I've done it also in, at Com Bravo, And I, I might have done it somewhere else. I want to say I've done it a, a third time. But anyway, that's going to be a panel. I think that's going to be a fun one for me because I'm I'm not generally seen as the type of I'm not I, I don't I don't call myself a collector I'm not seen as a collector but as I, I, I as a person who's who who manages a video game retail store um there are tips I have there are things that I can bring up that people might not think of yeah. uh that you can actually find for uh at, at like a retail store that's a good deal so that should be an interesting one 
It should be fun for sure. Um, yeah, and then there's uh, another panel that I'm not liberty to say yet what it is. It'll probably be announced in a, a couple of weeks max, but it'll probably, I don't want to say it's going to make waves, but it'll be one that you want to see. I'll just say that. I can't I can't go into too much more detail now, but a lot of preps going into it, I'm just going to say. Um, so besides that, a new Flea Market Madness just came out a few days ago. I've been having problems getting the YouTube version up for some weird reason, where it's like cutting off at the end. It's like cutting off couple of frames at the price comparison stuff anyway um number 16 that's up on my site right now thepunkeffect.com and retroairtv.com and this episode i actually bought some stuff that was decent i remember in 15 i didn't buy anything so it's one of those weird things usually i have such a good sense of like back when i used to do it like these are the ones i shot two years ago that i'm editing now i had a sense for when to shoot them i wasn't shooting every week i honestly would get ideas of okay this week's gonna be bad this week's gonna, this week's gonna be good and 95 percent of the time it actually worked that way in 15 though it didn't work I, I I filmed and I filmed with Frank and I bought like three things and one was like the little freaking candy mushroom thing that cost like 50 cents. You know, like that was all I got. But uh, volume 16 is a good one. Check it out if you haven't. Besides that, my website, I have like literally about 28 new contributors on the site. And so now there's like three posts at the end of the site. There's news posts for gaming news, some movie news. Um, the announcement today, the, the, voice, the voice actors for both Tails and uh, Luigi from the Super Mario Brothers cartoons died within the past uh, few days. So uh, we can talk about that real quick, but my own experience with that is I watched the Super Mario Brothers uh, Super Show. I never really watched the Super Mario World or Super Mario 3 cartoons. I don't know if you did. But anyway, that actor died. Uh, he was 72, so it's not as surprising. The other actor, the Tails actor, was only 48. Yeah. Um, and he had just appeared in a lot of recent movies. Like He actually was a, was a film actor, too. He was in TV shows. Um, so that's more of a shock. Probably something you can't speculate, but 48 has got to be something nasty or stroke or cancer or something like that's that's just way too young sure. speaking of way too young paul paul walker uh passed away uh, i think it was friday i passed away and uh, we talked about it a little bit before about it, it it affected me not that i was crying about it but it sort of hit me for some weird reason and and you it didn't hit at all um i think it's it it's not that i'm cold or heartless it's just that well, I, I i don't i i i have no real awareness of what it was he did or done i saw the first fast and the furious but it was there is something strange i think as we get older and we see people that are our age or close to our age who start to pass away and because Mm -hmm. it's odd because it's it's not usual and i think that's why this might have affected a lot of people um i by all accounts i heard he was a really nice guy who did a lot of charitable works too which would really affect people um like i said it's not to be mean just i don't know anything about him so it's a shame but i you know i I did see a lot of outpouring over it over the over the weekend. I think it was one of those things. It was a combination of things. Uh, a lot of people grew up with them because you think about the first Fast and Furious movie was like twelve years ago, like it was a long time ago. Sure. Um, so you have that. It was two thousand one, I believe. So a lot of people literally grew up with him. Like every two years, you're seeing him in one of the biggest movies of the year. They've all been huge movies, and he carried the franchise. Vin Diesel never left to the first one. He was like, "I'm done with this." This is Vin Diesel thought he was going to be this big actor who was going to do a bunch of different roles. Right after he did uh, Chronicles of Riddick and Fast and the Furious, he didn't do any sequels after that. Remember, the next Riddick sequel just came out now, right? Or is it coming out? I don't know if it even came out. But anyway, no that's just coming out now. And then he, he was gone, done with, with the Fast and Furious movies for like six years after that, seven years after that. Yeah, it took them forever to get him back in. But so Walker carried the franchise for the second one, and it survived, and, and three was totally different, and then he comes back for the fourth Vin Diesel. 
So, but I think it was that. I think that's what affected people. Like, you know, he he, he was people. You know, he died when he was forty, and it's like, wow, he looked like he was like twenty five in the first movie. Twenty four, he looked so young. So that, I think that was a part of it. Like a lot of people actually grew up with them. Like think think of, think of people that are eleven years old, thirteen, uh, right? Seeing the first one, growing up with them, and now he's gone. And that's yeah, you that's know? the other thing. People who are younger than us, uh, who who maybe saw that, yeah, it, sure. And in in, in in cars and that sort of racing and that scene was big. And by all accounts, I've heard for a series of quote-unquote crappy movies, I've heard that a lot of the Fast and the Furious movies are fairly decent. So that... What's amazing about it is the last two have gotten really good critical reviews. Like, so five and six are like, if you look at the trend of them, like the first one was okay, second one gets panned, third one's eh, fourth one's eh, but then it gets to the fifth one. Wow, fifth is good. Wow, six is good. Like, they, they got the formula down for not just... I hear they pay attention to their own mythology very well. Yeah. So, anyways, but back to him. Yeah, so I could see why that would... That would create an impact on a, a large number of people. I mean, he was in a lot of other movies that... I mean, he he, he was a type of person, I think, that acted within his range. So he wasn't trying to do... Like, like basically like how Keanu Reeves was for a yeah, long time. True. Where it was like, I know what I am. I'm not going to try to overdo it, but I'll be well at what I do. So he wasn't trying to go over his head. And like you said, everyone said he was a really nice guy. He was involved with charity works. Uh, he was in Flags of Our Fathers. That was a serious movie. Uh, he was in Timeline. Um he was in a movie called Hours. It's supposed to be a really dramatic movie about a father. Oh, I did hear about that one. It's, yeah. it's, it takes place during uh, Hurricane Katrina, I mm-hmm. believe. And so, like, the power goes out to, like, this hospital where his kid's on, like, life support. So he has to scramble to try to save the kid. So a dramatic role. So, and I think the other one that, that was supposed to be really good was Joyride. That not a lot of people talk about because it came out so long ago. But Joyride was one where it was, like, a thriller where, like, these people are on Joyride. And all of a sudden, there's this, like, person, maniac on the road who's falling trying to kill him. So, like, it's supposed to be a pretty good movie that, like, not a lot of people have seen, like, an R-rated movie. Yeah, they get, uh, there's a trucker, uh, is a psychotic killer who's after them on the, on the open road from Colorado, from Colorado to New Jersey, yeah. So that's another one that he's credited for. It's, again, he's not acting outside of who he is. Sure. So it's a tragedy, that's all I wanted to say. It affected me more than I thought it would. Not that I was crying again, but it was just like, oh, come on. It's just like, that just, it just sucks. There's no point to it, you know. And a fiery death, too, that was probably not fun. Hopefully it was instant. You see the if you saw the pictures of the wreck. I don't look at that. Car was stuff. like car was like this big. Okay. At the end, oh. You know. Alright. So uh other than that, uh one of the only we're trying to think of some stuff to talk about. This happened like literally five or six days after the PlayStation four came out. And the PlayStation Four has only been out for like two and a half weeks at this point. Right. Um the PS4 Playroom, if you want to explain what that is. <laughs> so it's it's an augmented reality game, makes use of the PlayStation 4 camera, the eye, um, where you interact. Basically, it, the camera t- shoots you and puts you on the, puts you on screen, so that you can see yourself basically interacting with all these little robots and mm-hmm. stuff in 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 the in your living room. You can hit them and stuff. Yeah, it, you know, it was just supposed to be kind of a tech toy. And the problem is, you can stream anything that you're playing to Twitch, and because it was shooting people's living rooms. It created uh, a very easy. I don't know if it's a loophole necessarily. It created a very easy way to just use your PlayStation Four to stream to Twitch without using yeah. a computer setup or anything. You didn't you have know. to have the little robots present. You can just be on the TV. Right. Exactly. Use it as your own personal like web stream. So the issue with that is was that it got kind of weird and kind of dark quick. Uh, nudity, sex, questionable situations, and that's not something that Sony wants to be associated with. That's not something that, that Twitch, Twitch wants to be associated yeah. with. Definitely. So Twitch banned the streaming of that until they can figure it out. Um, 
it's it's one of those situations where it occurred and you wonder how they didn't foresee this happening before it happened. Because the whole thing of the PlayStation 4, the big thing was, you know, I mean, ever since the original press conference was the share button, you know, and yeah, the ability to share things it's, it's and the just, streaming thing. It's the streaming. And so, so you can share anything. So, of course, if you give people uh, an, uh, the ability to uh, take video of themselves and put it on a website that easily, you're going to get a bunch of people who are... Um, I'm not not even necessarily always intoxicated, but just people who are just going to record and stream the stupidest it's idea not, that comes to their it's head. It's not just that, though. It's yeah. the fact that it's not like, or you can stream yourself, and then like if I stream on Ustream and no one knows who I am, no one's going to see it. Right. You have children streaming, and they're easily found. Like you can right. go on Twitch and find, oh, who's streaming Playroom right now? And I guess people, once they realize what this is doing, like for example, I saw a video on, on YouTube, like the best of the Playroom videos. The same troll was was saying nasty and mean shit in all these different rooms, different people. Right, because when you stream, it puts a chat window up to the side, and people can comment in. So mm-hmm. yeah, there, there's just there's very there's very little in the way of barriers. Um, and yeah, if you could if you could. If it could be done so that there was some sort of control, so that adults only, children only, et cetera, et cetera, and there's moderators, yeah. it might be one thing. But they didn't have any of that in place out of the gate, which just led to this huge freaking mess. Yeah, and so like there's one story about there was a uh, young kid at home, I guess home alone for whatever reason, using this, and people leaving comments like, "Oh, I'm outside your window right now. Take a look." Yeah, and it's just like this: the fact that you can potentially harass children or potentially psychologically abuse children like that. Not to say anything about the parents who shouldn't know what the hell their kids are doing, but the fact that that's there, that's really bad news. And again, I didn't know this thing even existed until I saw the news story on my playroom. I'm like, okay. Well, I had heard about it when it happened, and my problem was is this is this is coming after Nintendo had the problem with Swapnote, which we have discussed mm-hmm. on a previous podcast. And well, what happened with that was awful. I was like, well, you know, Nintendo's really kind of gone out of their way to put things in place to kind of make sure these things don't happen. Sony didn't have any of that in place. You know, it, it was just it's just a free for all. You know, anyone could find anyone. There was no friend code system, no no security, knowing yeah. that it was only a friend watching. And uh, I don't know. I guess you know, there's not a whole lot more to say other than I'm I'm blown away that something like yeah. that was even allowed out of the gate. And I think for something like this, even if they put like a few extra steps just for this one one game, that would have been nice. Because this sure. isn't just like I hit it by accident and you can see me shoot an alien. This is. I hit it by accident. You can see me in my underwear. You know, there's actually, uh, again, there's this YouTube thing where it's like the best of the, the playroom. There's a few times where people go, are we on, we're on TV right now? So even just the fact that if you're over someone's house, they could be streaming it and you have no idea and you're in the shot. It's a whole privacy issue too. Yeah. It just sounds like a mess. And again, it's one of those things they should have, not one person said, hey guys, what if someone uses this either in a weird way or whatever? And I'm glad Twitch shut it down. Um, it's it's good that they did. Who the hell needs you? The game itself is just a tech demo for the most part. You don't even need to be streaming that anyway. Right. You know, it's the same. It's it, 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 it maybe a little bit more advanced, but it's the same iToy bullshit they've been putting out since day one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not like anyone's missing anything profound by this going away. You just can't stream it, which is fine. Good. Yeah. And I bet you they see no one playing it at this point because I, of that. Yeah, I saw one guy just like trying to like pretend that he was like. Uh, you know, like on the mount doing a gospel and like talking and preaching, and it's just like, come on, really? That's it's it's just instant attention. Again, it wouldn't be as bad as if it was like personal, where you know, no one knows who I am. Three people are watching. It, look, there it is. What always happens? There's the advertisements. 
Um, it's one of those things where like little kids on and there's like a hundred viewers that have just found it or a person's on it. And there's 300 viewers that right. found it. All of a sudden it's not private anymore. So it's just, it's just a funny, weird thing that it's weird that we can never even have that conversation in this day and age where it's like, Oh, I'm streaming instantly and I can use it to take clothes off a girl and get in trouble. It's just like a weird place around with video gaming. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, Wonder Woman, cast in Batman vs. Superman. I know we talked about Batman vs. Superman before. You didn't like it. I thought it was popcorn fun. Like, 6 out of 10 movie doesn't, you know, don't want to watch it again. I don't but, think you saw that movie because it's not out yet. I think you're talking oh, about Oh, Superman. It, right? Yeah, yeah, same thing. See, it's, it's all the same franchise world. Just talk, <laughs> just talk about it. Um, so they, they cast someone as Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot, who was, uh, I think she's Israeli. And uh, she was like, she won a beauty pageant like 10 years ago. Do um, well, you have any thoughts on this? So obviously this wants to be like, they're sort of like, try to introduce all the DC characters. Yeah, I have some fucking thoughts on this. I think Zack Snyder's a piece of shit. And I think the idea of him getting his hands on Wonder Woman is atrocious. Literally? There's, just getting on there? there? There's, there's no way that Zack Snyder can possibly do a believable, strong female character. He's a sack of crap. I mean, Sucker Punch was bullshit. And it, why was Sucker Punch bullshit? Because it, 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 it's it's exploitive. It's it's just he doesn't he can't possibly do a character like Wonder Woman justice. I just I really I, I loathe how that's going to turn out. And and from day one when we did our first episode, I I, I went off on Zack Snyder and I, I when don't, Affleck was cast as bad. Yeah, and I don't think he's a good director. And I thought his Superman story was miserable, but. He's not good at giving characters anything. He's particularly bad at female characters. And I... it, You know, the, the Superman-Batman thing, fine, whatever. I was over it. But um, it's going to be really unfortunate to see what how that all pans out. Not to mention, it's just... he. You're adding... You're going straight from a Superman flick to a flick that is Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. None of those should be bit characters those are all yes. strong leads and 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 the, the well, movie's just gonna be two and a half hours of fucking nonsense you know they're gonna you know they're gonna add in like green lantern too or or someone else they have to i mean why what's the point of adding in wonder woman if you're not gonna add another person even for like a two scene you know what i mean like it reminds me of, it reminds me of remember the awesome grayson trailer five minute movie that came out like nine years ago you ever see that on youtube no uh, basically it's like it's, it was really cool a guy did it by himself and he even cast Diamond Dallas, Dallas's Page's uh, wife uh, as Catwoman in it. And, like, it starts off where, like, bat, it's an Alice World tale. Guy made it himself. Where, like, uh, look it up on YouTube, YouTube if you haven't seen it, people. Um, Batman gets killed. Dick Grayson comes out of retirement as, as Robin. He's married to a Batgirl. Then when he comes out, Joker comes out of the woodwork. Penguin comes back. Then all of a sudden, near the, the last minute of this five-minute trailer, which is really cool. Again, it was made in probably, like, a few thousand dollars. Uh, Superman shows up, and of course it's bad Superman. Then Green Lantern shows up out of the blue. Then Wonder Woman shows up, and you're like, what the hell is going on? That sounds like that's what this movie's gonna be like. They're gonna try to cram everyone in to try to do a Justice League movie in like four years. And unlike Marvel, we've gone over this before, Marvel took four full years of movies, six years of development, in order to get to a huge Avengers movie, painstakingly, to get there. Right. Warner Brothers, for some reason, who have all the character rights, there shouldn't be an issue. They can't do it. They've been trying to do a Wonder Woman, Woman movie for like nine years. They've been. Try I, I remember seeing it. They tried to do the pilot, the TV show, a few yeah. years ago. 
and they shot the pilot and never got put on TV. They did the Green Lantern movie, which was literally a mediocre movie, five out of ten. Like it was literally not good or bad. It was nothing. I don't think they're going to do another one. With literally, literally, it doesn't exist. Literally, literally, like it doesn't have to exist. It, it's just in thin air. It's gone. It, that's it's gone. how the movie okay. is, though. Have right. you heard anyone talk about Green Lantern the movie in the past? Ever? No, no one talks about it because it's like it shouldn't even exist. Because that's how like run of the mill it was. They try to emulate like all the Marvel movies and their structure and in the tone and just. Ryan Reynolds did a great job for what he, for what was written, but it, it was a nothing movie. So that was a failure. So it's like, they, they don't know where to go. They're uh, they supposed to do the, uh, George, what was it, what's his name? George Miller was supposed to do a, a, a Justice League movie like six years ago. That was supposed to be the big, huge thing. That never happened. They were in pre, uh, pre-development with that. And so it's like, what the hell is going on over there? Like, what is it? I think to a degree, it's, it's you know, it's, it's where Marvel movies were at in like the night. I mean, no one knows how to handle these characters. And they, they, they need they need a strong team behind them to really do what Marvel's done with their movies. But uh, Zack Snyder's not the way of the future, folks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> him handling Wonder Woman just kind of makes me queasy and sick inside. And I... I wasn't going to see the movie to begin with, but I, there's no way I'm going to see Well, I, I don't think she's going to be a main character like Batman's going to be. I think she'll be, like, a few scenes she'll show up for... Oh, good. She'll be arm candy for someone. Great. I don't... I don't Fucking mean, fantastic. No, that doesn't mean that. Maybe, like, how Hawkeye was in Avengers. He's there a few scenes, and he's there at the end, and maybe they're fighting off Lex Luthor as a team. Maybe it's going to be mini Avengers, you know, the mini JLA movie, where they're going to have, like, five guys. You're going to get, like, Hawkman in there, and maybe... Plastic Man shows up for a second. I don't know. I would just like to insert a disclaimer. My feelings on Zack Snyder are an opinion. They are <laughs> you don't have to be sued. It's just an opinion. You're not stating anything that's yeah, fact. Uh, you know, well, someone will tell me I am. fact, he can't do any dramatic directing. I mean, you know, like, oh, God, he's awful. <laughs> so, uh, but who they cast, though? Uh, we, we talked about this a little bit. Like I said, she's real thin. Like, she's, like, probably... I don't know her height, but she looks like if she's 5'9", she wears 105 pounds at most. Like, she is really thin. And I know you can bulk up to a degree. That's a lot of bulking to do. If you don't, I mean, if you don't have a, a large frame, it's hard to just add muscle, you know, to it. You know what I mean? To get to that. Like, Linda Hamilton, she was, like, not just stacked. She was, she was you know, big. She had a nice frame for Wonder Woman back in the late 70s. And pretty. And, that, and good looking, yeah. And, and, and this is, once again, my, my issue is... I don't think Snyder's really looking for the person who fits the character. He's looking for pretty face, a pretty face, and that's that's what she is. She looks. I mean, she's she's pretty. Yep, she's pretty, but she's not Wonder Woman. This picture, she doesn't have to wear a bra, so that's that. Wonder Woman fans will like that. I hate to say, it, Wonder Woman does usually has big bazoomas, but she does. She usually, not does. always. Well, going back to the forties, she did. Yeah, going back to the forties. What's wrong with that? I don't understand. <laughs> So you're not going to see it. I'll see it. I think it's going to be weird just because... Really? You're coming... It's going to be... It's 2015. So that's three years after the last huge Batman movie. So you don't only to juggle people now saying... Because there's going to be a lot of people going into it being like, why is that not Christian Bale? You're going to have a certain portion of people that don't follow movie news that are going to literally be like, wow, that's a different Batman. So they're going to deal with that. At the same time, you're throwing Wonder Woman into the mix. Um, and so while... At least in the Batman trilogy, they try to create this realistic sort of world where Wonder Woman could exist, and obviously now they're doing it where they, where they can. So I think people, it's going to be a hard time switching it in people's minds. Okay, that's one universe, DC universe, now here's the other. Where Marvel always said, this is one universe besides the X-Men and Spider-Man movies because we don't have the rights to those and never will again because Spider-Man makes a lot of money. So that's all we have to say about that. It's gross. It's gross. 
So we're going to do a Q&A. Like I said, it's going to be a shorter one tonight. Q&A, hashtag CU podcast. We'll bring that up in a second. Eating does not, not, not take a bathroom break this time. So no, I don't. I'm only halfway through my beer. <laughs> it's a damn fine beer tonight. Damn fine? Did you have the one last week? Ba- last no, time? no, this is different. This is ba- it's the same company. This is Ballast Point Black Marlin Porter. I had a I had a barrel aged one with tart cherry at a a, a, a tap takeover. Uh, tap t- takeover. Yeah, Ballast Point during Beer Week took over all twenty one taps at the High Dive where I go play pinball, oh. and they had some beers that they've never done before. And one of them was this beer, but with uh, tart cherry, and it was barrel aged. It tastes like really good bourbon. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome, man. It was. All right, so we're going to do... I'm not going to do every single one because I have to cherry pick a little bit here. Well, we're starting to get some repeats, too. No offense yeah, if you've asked a question repeats. that we've, we've answered before, but uh, quick ones or ones that we haven't haven't covered before. We, 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 we've got a little bit of time right, to This is from depth. Slim Miro Kujin. Just want to say I'm thankful for the videos. I much appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, thanks. Thanks. It was a good Thanksgiving. It was a good. I was so disappointed. I ate the least amount of food. My eyes are bigger than my stomach, dude. It always was. Yeah. But I ate the least amount of food probably since I was nine. And I'm not even kidding. I had one plate of food and I was stuffed and I was like literally like mad at myself. I was like, yeah. I want seconds of turkey and stuffing. I had one plate over at uh, getting old over at Treg's house and uh, there was so much other good stuff that I missed. And earlier in the day, I made pig nuts. It's a uh, it's a specialty I make. It's uh, pig nuts. Yes, you uh, you marinate uh, water chestnuts overnight in a solution of water and apple cider vinegar, and then uh, you marinate bacon in brown sugar, and then you wrap up the, the water chestnuts in the bacon and you bake them off until they're gooey and crispy. And I ate a shitload of those too. Sounds good. That's good. And then I had uh, uh, Frank made sweet potato pie, which actually was really good. The only thing about sweet potato pie is that it's not hugely far from pumpkin for me, so it's like. You can't have both. So there wasn't any pumpkin, but there was sweet potato pie. But I like having pumpkin because usually I have one pumpkin pie a year, you know? So it's like, you know what I mean? It's like almost like you have to have it at Thanksgiving. I do make pumpkin pie. Or not pumpkin pie, uh, sweet potato pie. It's mm-hmm. the one pie that I do make. And I like it better than pumpkin. I like the texture better. It's creamier. But, but, it's but, same, it's but, but yeah, you, you can do with one or the other. Yeah, it's close enough. Um, this is from Casinsimo. Uh, do you guys have any recommendations for great Christmas themed retro video games? Except Christmas Nights, which I don't know what that even is. You don't know what Christmas Nights is? No, what is that? Jesus Christ! It's it's like three levels of nights decorated as Christmas. It's classic. Oh yes, yes. It's hard to find, right? <sighs> I did hear about that. My patience for you is hard to find right now. <laughs> have you ever come across that? Yeah, once in a blue moon. Okay. Yeah, it is hard to find. Other than that, I don't I can't think of any real Christmas. What? Oh, oh, oh. James Pond 2 Operation Robocod is not only a great game for the Sega Genesis, it's 100% Christmas themed. The Christmas Nights, that was a giveaway in a magazine? Was that how they gave that away? I don't remember how it came out. It was like a Sega magazine? uh, Yeah, it might have been. It was also, but it was, yeah, it's it's basically a short demo. It's a short Christmas themed demo of the actual game. Once you said what it was, I was like, Christmas Nights. Yeah, nice in the dream. Okay. Um, This is from Gutsant. Do you think the Final Fantasy series has jumped the shark. Yes. If so, when when which injury began the decline? Ten. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Right. Answer is done. Is Ian a Manchester fan from at David Snoozegrop? Manchester United or Manchester City? I, I don't, I, I'm guessing the team. I don't yeah. Are you a fan of a town? Um, I don't actually follow a whole lot of uh, UK soccer. Um, there you go. At Sylvester41596, if you can actually... 
if you could make a, a, a an actually good game based off a movie, which movie would you choose? Big Lebowski. <laughs> an actually good game based off a movie? We kind of covered this before. Uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport would... Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would totally love to see a Bloodsport game that was actually done well. At Ryu Wilson, do either of you plan on playing Link Between Worlds for 3DS? I might. Um... Or in past case, do you plan on opening your 3DS? I would! <laughs> but I want to... I'd rather get the XL... They're on sale. I went to. They only had pink ones left, so I didn't get it. You probably would. they had them on sale for one fifty for the XL at, uh, at Target over the weekend. You should have got one so we can play next to each other when we're on the plane. I'll get one before that. I'll, uh, I'll get one before that. Link Between Worlds. My girlfriend is enjoying it. Her brother's loving it. My boss beat it in like three days. It's the first Portal game he's played in like four years. It looks really good. I I don't know if I'll get how to we, it. How we play each other on the plane? Does it have its own private Wi-Fi thing? Yeah. That sense? Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, DS Lite doesn't even have that, does it? Yeah, it does. Oh, wait, I have DS yeah, Lite. There's, 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 been, there's been connection on all the DSs. Do you have, do you have, do you have DS Lite? Not anymore. Oh. Sorry, damn it, we could have played. I'll get one. Just open your 3DS. Okay. You have one. But I want the extra... Problem solved. I want the bigger screen and the extra thumbstick. There is no extra thumbstick. There isn't. We get the bigger screen and the battery life's bigger. Holy crap. All right. How, what's, the good, what's the good price for? What do I usually go for? 220 or 200 200 We sell them used for 150 All right. I'll let you know if I get one in. Okay. Then I'll just sell the other one. Um, that's from you. If you have any uh, game based on any team, okay, we answered that. Uh, at, at Myth Real Mage, do you ever think you will stop playing video games? No, no cutoff age for gamers. Uh, don't have to answer that one. At Deacon Despair, if you can wipe out one game franchise or type of game out Terminator style, what one and why? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I should have that power. <laughs> no, I mean, everyone's entitled to like what they like. There's nothing yeah. that I would wipe out entirely because yeah. I can wipe it out by simply not playing it. Exactly. That's the difference between, like, people that complain about, oh, I don't like listening to that radio show, it's bad. It's like, then don't listen. It doesn't exist if it's not there. As much as I harp about how I hate the Call of Duty franchise, I don't I don't wish people not to have that to play. Right. If I just wanna, think it's garbage. If people want to play it, then yeah. they can play they can it. Play. I won't. They can waste their money on the same freaking game year after year. Um,. This is from at It's Rocket Sauce. For, uh, why do you think there's such a hate among gamers for the Wii U? I don't think there's a lot of hate. I, I think it's just the typical, whoa, it's for babies because I like the PS4 or Xbox One. What yeah. I see from, from people who don't have one, it's not hate, it's, it's frustration. Um, I think at this point people wish that the Wii U would do well. I think people want to see Nintendo do a console that counts as a real modern-day console and exists. So I don't think it's hate. I think it's a lot of exasperation over why can't they just get this right? Especially because they knock it out of the park with their handhelds every time. Yeah. They always do. And the Wii U had a lot of potential, but Nintendo does stupid things. Like, they they, 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 they downplay the importance of things like technology, and and they, they underpower their systems, which causes certain games to not be ported to their systems, which means that game, certain gamers yeah, won't buy them. but it makes them profitable. That, well, it, it does. and but it's, But this time around, unlike the Wii, this time around it's not working. And it's a shame. Well, it's the same thing that happened with 3DS. The first year there was no game, so people stayed away for the first year. Yeah, but that's that doesn't work anymore for the Wii U. The Wii U is far, far worse shape than the 3DS was. I, I once 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 Brawl comes out, that's going to help a decent no, amount. No, because it's coming out for the 3DS as well. So you think people just get that version instead of the one on Wii U? Yeah, you can you can you can take it anywhere you want. Yeah, but and play. Not, but for people that want to play it in tournaments and get good at it or. Multiplayer. You're it gonna, will, gonna want. It, it on the will Wii have U. its place, but I personally would rather have it on portable. I wouldn't. I wouldn't automatically dismiss the Wii U after a long year. If it's is this bad a year from now, 
then I would say it's in trouble. When when the 3DS was at this point in time, there was signs of an upturn. There is no sign of an upturn right now for the Wii give U. It, give it another year. Then you can you can declare it dead. I I, I don't want or, to or, or, at least, or at least on life support. I, I'd love to see it continue, but I just don't think it's going to make it. The first year of Nintendo wasn't great. The first year and a half wasn't great. Um, what's your favorite third-party NES game? That's really a tough question. I, I don't like choos- choosing favorites. I usually go by genre, so... Rock and Cats for Ian. Yeah, that would be close. DuckTales. Uh, for, DuckTales, probably. It'd be Overlord. <laughs> I don't want to play Overlord. <laughs> looks I'm just going to randomly pick one here. Uh, Tackling Killer Tomatoes? Yep, that's what it is. Yeah, all right, that's my favorite game ever. <laughs> that's a fun game. No, it's fine. Uh, this is from at Deacon Despair. With product placements of common films, do you think they'll become as common in games soon? Yes, I do. It already has. Is this good or bad? It is bad because they're not using it as a way to offset the cost of the games. They're using it as another uh, place where they can seek profit. That's why it's bad. Yeah, none of this is to offset costs. It's just more revenue generation. Yeah. But we've been seeing it. I mean, all, the same, I mean with, the same with microtransactions. You're not getting any more bang for your buck. You're it, just paying more. It goes all the way back to the NES. But, you know, starting really with things like, um, I love it, but Crazy Taxi... And then going into games like when Burnout Paradise had constantly changing and updating billboards, where if you played online every couple of weeks, it'd be like Subway one week, and then it would be like Seven Eleven the next mm-hmm. week. You know, it's it's definitely happening, and it's only going to get worse. Did you watch Turkey Day 2013? Yeah, I should have told you they had a live stream of MST3K on um, on YouTube on Thanksgiving. Um, 24 hours, and then Joe Hodgson actually they came back to do bumpers. I heard about it. it really and I, cool. I didn't watch it, but I heard it was it was a lot of fun. I hope it's recorded somewhere. The cool thing about the the YouTube live streaming is that if you catch it at the beginning, you can still go back and watch whenever you want. But I don't know if it got recorded. But it was really cool. Uh, Space Mutiny was one of the better ones. It was a Mike episode. That was one of the ones that they showed at the time. I don't know if you ever saw that one or not. I probably did, but like I said last time this was brought up, it I haven't watched since high school. Okay. Um, this is from at Godbubble. If you can put one game on a virtual console service from any past console or arcade machine, what would it be? Alien vs. Predator arcade. Yeah. <laughs> we always go back to yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, if... That's I a mean, huge... I would love to see AVB ported to a, a, a download service or a virtual console. Um, and, you know, there's a... No, I, I, I can... I can I mean, I could go for days. Rock and Cats, Lolo. Um, there's a lot of games that I would love to be able to well, put you can on. Like play my... that still, though. Oh yeah, I can. I'm just saying, I'd like to be able to put it on like my 3ds and take it with me. Okay. Um, this is from at Nate Wilcox 23. This could have been a topic for discussion. We still can do it if we want to talk, talk about it briefly now. What would society be like if people spoke to each other the way they do on the internet? <laughs> it would be awful. We wouldn't get anything done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, the anonymity. <laughs> The anonymous nature. The anonymity. I, I, I pulled the porky anonymity. pig there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the anonymous nature of, of internet uh, gives everyone, you know, false false courage, and it makes for a lot of reasons. What we can get into later. Right, and, it, and it's even among people who know each other, internet conversations tend to get more out of control for uh, because of the inability to read into tone, um, or just because false bravado, whatever you want to yeah, say. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's a shame. It, it's why I don't talk to. 
I love all of my family members, but why I don't talk about certain things online with anyone, even them, because there's a lot of room for misinterpretation. And then as far as the areas like, say, YouTube comments, it's simply because these people know there's no repercussions for their their, their actions. Um, so what would it be? A lot of a lot of fist fights is what is is what it would be. Well, maybe not because that's one of the reasons a lot of people are tough online because in real life they're either they've gotten. No, I know, but I'm saying the know. question is what if it was like that in real life? Mm. It's eh, people would get hit. I think people are back there. That's the whole point. Is that I mean, there's people that talk a tough game on different websites uh, about me and. You know, the game chasers fans have said they want to punch me in the face because they can't deal with how I am in some of the videos. And on, on Nintendo Age, people will say, oh, they hate me. But in person, you know, people that have talked bad, I mean, they don't say a thing. You know, so it's like, it is what it is. That, that's the way they can feel. I feel good about myself. Because I got picked on when I was 10. Hell, I was picked on. I was bullied up until high school. You know, but that doesn't give you, uh, just because you have a chance to then turn around and someone, that's awful to, to do that. Use it in a positive way. Fight bullies. Don't become one. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, this is really... This is too vague. We should just get vague questions. Sorry, but this is at 16-bit Edo. Which Sega games do you absolutely love and why? That's kind of vague. It's huge. Um, yeah. We need to... Question... <laughs> That's a vague. Want to skip it? Um, <laughs> well, yeah. It's it's not that it's not... There's not the seed of a good question there, but it's like... Narrow down. What's your favorite Sega Genesis RPG? What's your favorite yeah. platformer and why? Okay. You gotta understand, these libraries are huge and you're putting us on the spot. If we, we, we need to... It doesn't make for a good show if we have to sit here and go, hmm, yeah, exactly. for a bunch of minutes to come up with so, a response. Appreciate the question, Ito. We'll answer it next time if it's more specific. Refine it. Send us a second draft. <laughs> yes, I've seen this destroyer. Matt, hey, Matt. I've been watching this year's marathon, so my question is simple. Pat, have you taken care of those label upgrades? No, and I forgot like two of them too. Um, I know I, I updated this with a couple, but I remember there was like there was about four or five of that. Every year I'm like, oh, bad label, bad label, and upgrade it. The if I knew, is, I wouldn't tell you. The problem is like Cowboy Kids too expensive to upgrade now. It's like a hundred dollar game somehow, you know. So that's not gonna get upgraded. But other ones I might upgrade. Ooh, like this one, like Destination Earth Earth Star. I can probably upgrade that for that little Nick right there. But whatever. Um. This is from at Gerard 004. Is there such a thing as a good Chinese knockoff? Example, multi-game consoles seen at the markets and malls. I haven't seen... They're okay for what they are. I mean, they're multi-cart games. I mean, like, that's what they are. If you... The, 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 what makes a, a, a knockoff system like that good is the same thing that makes a multi-cart good. It's the occasional weird or odd game that or, you find out yeah. that that's worth playing. Family Kong games didn't come out here. Yeah. Weird um, hacks that sometimes they throw on there. My favorite one that I uh, ever saw was one that we had at Luna Video Games. We never put it up for sale. It was in the back. It was in the shape of an, an N64 controller with a multi-cart in the bottom. And it was called the Italian Brothers Super Game System. <laughs> And uh, that's, that's awesome. one of the best names ever. At Retroblog, what do you think about any developers using Kickstarter to reboot classic franchises they never created? For example, River City Ransom. I saw this. Um, my answer... Okay, so with the River City Ransom one, it looks like they're doing a decent job. Time will tell. Uh, but they do... Ha it, it is licensed. It is... And it does have the blessing of the guy who created Double Dragon and who created... Um, River, uh, the the first Cuneo game. So, and he and he is a creative director. So it's not like they're. I, I don't know if, if if this is what he was implying, but it's not like they're just stealing an idea and, and doing it. Like this, they went through all the proper channels to get that done. Doesn't always mean it's good. Um, I I don't want to sound like I'm always railing on them, but 
for instance, the uh, the Contra Four that Way Forward did, or the Double Dragon Neon that were, you know, at the time everyone was like they're great, and now they're like, yeah, you know what, those aren't very good games. Um, the the Strider, the new Strider that's being done by a completely U.S. Uh, development house, I I can't remember which one. I'm leery of it because what makes those games good is the original creator's vision. At some point when they leave, mm-hmm. it's gone. That's why I know you don't like Mega Man, but that's why Mega Man always maintained a bit of quality to people is because Kaiji Nofune was always in it. So I don't mind it as long as the direction is right and they, 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 uh, they take lessons from the prior games. This is from Megan. Hey, Megan. She's in the chat usually. At Mega 5K, do you think that these generic multi-retro consoles will boost more interest in retro gaming or hurt in the long run? It can only, I think, uh, be good. Yeah, I don't see any reason why it, it could hurt. hurt. Yeah. Um, because if you buy a system like the Retron 5, and all of a sudden there's a slot for a game that system you might not have never considered, like Game Boy Advance, maybe I'll buy a couple of Game Boy Advance games. You know, like I have to say, for business, it helps us. You know, someone sees a Nintendo, and so then someone sees a, a, a you know an FC Twin for the same price. Uh, they're not hung up on nostalgia. They go mm-hmm. with the FC Twin instead of the Nintendo. Um, suddenly, they're buying games for two systems instead of one, and it keeps them coming back. Yeah, there's really no negative to this at all. Yeah, Retron Five got pushed back, unfortunately, until um, 2014. But I'll get one. I'm gonna get one. Um, three questions from Kodiak Two One One Four. So I'm gonna pick one. Um, what are your opinions on the current state of WWE? My current opinions, I'll try to keep it short. The wrestling itself is better than it's been in probably six to seven years. Um, since the, the SmackDown days where they had like Guerrero versus Benoit versus Mysterio versus Edge versus Christian every week. The wrestling, you have 20-minute matches now back on Raw every week. You have six-man tags that are pay-per-view quality, like every other week. Every mm, that's good to hear. Yeah, so that the tag team division is the strongest it's been since I can ever remember. They're actually pushing a strong tag team division. Where there's actually yeah, six. Even or seven when tag WWF teams. was 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 big with the Attitude Era before it went into WWE, tag division was a joke. joke. They're actually actively pushing. And not just tags of okay, two guys go. They're actually pushing. Okay, here's two guys that we'll put them together. Like the real Americans are Jack Swagger, who's a really good wrestler in terms of just competency in the ring, and then Antonio Cesaro, who is uh, just an excellent technical wrestler. Besides being freakishly strong, he's probably the strongest guy pound for pound in wrestling today. Hmm. He's he 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 does a giant swing to Great Khali and other big guys. To, you know, like you're amazed by it. Like he does it to other guys for 15 times in a row. And now people pop for a giant swing, a move that was popular like in the 60s and 50s. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, they're actually pushing wrestlers that are good. Like Daniel Bryan is one of the most popular wrestlers right now. They dropped the ball, though, not giving him the title long term. They got it on him and had it taken off him. Now he's out of the, the title hunt. So, so the booking is shit, but the, the wrestling is good. The booking is has been short-term and shit. Yeah. The booking's not been long-term. Daniel Bryan was so hot, like two, two and a half months ago, he was like, wow, he's... He's prime. So they give him the title and then basically do like a dusty type of finish for the next night. They say, oh, the ref did a fast count, took it off him, killed all his heat. Like, just killed it. After they built him up for the past, like, five months as, like, he was able to beat Randy Orton, he was able to beat the Big Show, like, this little guy, you wouldn't think. Like, they actually pushed him on his wrestling ability. That's what you want. That's what got CM Punk over and why they got the title on him for over a year. Wrestling ability. That's what you want. The fact that they're an entertainment company and worry about guys making these other movies, worry about this and that, that's always going to get away, unfortunately, get in the way of their long-term uh, long-term writing, which there is none. 
There's there's reports that uh, the writers come into Raw and the scripts are changed the last day or last minute. You can't do it. You can't book that way. You have to have yeah. a long term. And it, of course, it hurts because there's a pay per view every month. They're never going to reduce the pay per views. Even even eight a year would be good instead of twelve. They're never going to do that though. They're never going to do that. Yeah, I've always felt that you don't need one a month, but in terms of booking, you don't need one a month. In terms of revenue, they're always going to do one a month. As far as I, I, I haven't watched any of the current product. I have been actually getting back into wrestling a little bit lately, watching old pay per views and having a lot of fun. Oh with yeah, it, but they're all on YouTube, which is great. Yeah, exactly. So it's, that's been a lot of fun, but I still haven't bothered mainly because I don't have cable or any easy way unless I were to download a torrent of the previous night's raw to, to watch it, and I'm I'm not going to bother. Um, this is from at Cartridge Brothers. Is, is Nintendo held to a higher standard than other uh, other younger game companies, or are they given more leeway? I think they are held to a higher standard. Yes, I agree. Uh, for example, like the Wii U. If that was any other company, uh, people would be like, "Well, they're doing well for what they are." You know, like Ouya. Like no one's going off on Ouya. You know, like, no yes, one's... they are. Not to the extent that people just oh, you're just not reading the right shit. But, okay, but I mean, I, I do feel like that Nintendo is held to a higher standard, um, and I feel like their slips and falls are watched far more closely. Um, and when Nintendo slips, it's immediate doom and gloom from everyone online. When Sony or Microsoft slips, it's forgotten about in a couple of months. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, like, with all the bad stuff that's going on with the Wii U, people fail to look at how well the 3DS is doing. So, yes, I do believe that Nintendo is held to a higher standard, but definitely scrutinized more closely than other other video game companies. All right, this is from uh, at Gara at My Desert. Helen, who's in the chat? Hi, Helen. Since it's December, what would be your favorite Christmas movie or special, be it from Childhood or Present and Why? Christmas Story. It's a classic. It's... So rewatchable, you can watch it. I mean, that's why TNT. The past ten years, twelve years, TNT runs at twenty four hours because it's 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 timeless. It's classic. A Charlie Brown Christmas, which, which is fine. There's a, fine, fine. It's only there fine. A, there is a good Jesus message about remembering the spirit. I see that he does what I would say. <laughs> There's a lot of religion in it, and I'm not religious, but but it's still but, a fine but, but the but the re, the religion that is used in it is simply to get across a quality message and mm-hmm. it's phenomenally animated it's dark it's funny it's touching it's 12 minutes long without commercials it's 25 <laughs> minutes long without commercials <laughs> dick and uh fuck yourself wow continue so it's like tron all over again get out of here uh this is a repeat question so i'm not going to say that one uh have you ever at Seth GFP, have you ever played a game so bad that it made you stop playing games for a while? Example, Batman Arkham Origins is craptastic. No. I don't I, let one game get me down. I just grab a different game yeah. and play something else. What are your feelings? This is from at Lord of Os. What are your feelings on the Dragon Quest series? Ian loves it. I, I adore it. Um, I like it better I, than Final Fantasy. But... I played the first one. It was fun. I got it for free. Yeah, that's a good... Yeah, yeah. base your entire love of the series on the first one, which has zero party members. Press A to win. I love you myself. Uh, at Slim Miro, could you, could, could you, what, a, how about microtransactions? Terrible. He's sneaking in a second question. Awful. They're, yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Their impact on gaming, the future, and do you approve? No, I don't like microtransactions. Bundle them and have a fucking PC add-on pack a year later then. Just do that. Microtransactions are terrible. Yeah, that's what I think. I don't mind paying for extra content, but don't nickel and dime it out at 50 cents a pop at, yeah, you know, times 18 times. Just put it together in a package and make me buy it all. I'll make, I'll make my decision then. Yeah. 
uh, Craig Davies, that Craig Fellow favorite Christmas themed video games? We answer that, I think. Or just ones with snow in it. Ski or die. Because you have a nice... Why do they include the snowball fighting in Ski or die? <laughs> it's fun. Okay, I got one, Ian. This is from Kirkland Kavaks. What's your opinion on teen, teens around the mid-teens? Teens around the mid-teens? I guess it'd be like 13, 14, 20 Teens years? to mid-teens. Sure. Playing in like retro video games. You know, I don't I don't mind it. Um, he hates it. No, it's... Don't it's, do it. It's funny. It's uh, when they come in. To me, it's cool to. I have a lot of customers who come in, um, really nice, like thirteen, fourteen year old kids, who are really into it, and they can hold knowledgeable questions or knowledgeable conversations with me about the topic. And it reminds me to a degree of um, what I was like at that age, because you can tell that these are kids who sit there and they research and they pour over stuff on the internet and they get it in. They're not in it because they think it's cool. These kids aren't in it because they, they, they truly see something in retro games that they're not getting from they're, modern games. They're, and they're also almost coming, becoming like the new wave of like kids that get in the classic rock where they actually want to appreciate the old stuff. Right. And see where gaming this isn't a 25 year old with a know your root shirt that he, you know, with a Nintendo controller on it and he thinks it's just some cool shit to wear. Now this is a kid who probably gets picked on for liking these games yeah. at school because he doesn't play Halo, but, but he knows his stuff. And, and he's generally fascinated at, at, it's almost like, it's weird. Cause if you were, if we were 15 years old now, we, what's the odds we'd be into these games, you know, cause we're not exposed to it the way we are to the new stuff. Yeah. So we can't even we can't even put ourselves in that in those shoes really. So know what it would be like. Yeah. So thirteen year old kid, if Go you're ahead. listening and, and you like retro games, keep keep doing it. I'll give him a bonus. He had another one just about PS One turning twenty yesterday. That's cool. It is. It's a system that I really like. I mean, you know, I, no one thinks of it. Was it ninety three? Came out. It was ninety five. It came out. I thought it was ninety four. So, anyways, whatever. Probably ninety three. Um, I thought it was ninety three. Might have been. We, we can't exactly pause while you look at your computer. You're like a fucking person at a restaurant with a smartphone. I'm looking it up because it's like it's like two seconds away. It came out in 94. That's what I thought. In Japan. Uh, December 3rd, 94. So, okay, next year it'll be 20 years old. Whatever, it's 19. It's old enough to drink in some places. Canada. It can be in porn legally. It's... <laughs> <laughs> fucking know. gross that's the first thing you think <laughs> of because you go what else can you do when you're 19 I don't know go to a strip club there you go I should have said that uh, this is from Narc uh, what is the meaning of life Frank would say do what you like the money will come which isn't necessarily true but it's nice to think about um, isn't it 43 or is it 47 I don't remember which one was it what's 43 I think it's 43 so long and thanks for all the fish Okay, not doing the third question from Kirkland. You got two. <laughs> uh, favorite RPGs for Nintendo consoles from Bearded Gamer. Go. Um, Chrysalis. Uh, Magic of Sherazad is really good. Uh, for talking actual RPGs, I'm missing fucking some right now. Chrysalis counts as a RPG, not. Uh, yeah, that's action. 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 Yeah. Sherazad, Final Fantasy, Faria is really fun. Um, Just name them all. Princess Tomato. Just go nuts. No, Dragon Quest 3. Dragon Warrior 3. What Sega IP would you like Atlas to revive? He'd like to see Shiny Force 3 HD with all the chapters. Uh, Streets of Rage. From Dear Someone, 
any flea market finds you didn't buy that you're now kicking yourself in the dick wishing you did. Hello, John. There's there's two. And there's only two um, since I moved to San Diego that I regret. One I really hate myself for because it was so cheap I should have just bought it and took a chance for five bucks. Um, it was basically just the CD unit itself for the chart graphics. NEC on it, black, just yeah. that. It was just that. And even if it was just the one that's just a music player, it's totally compatible. I, I, I went home, so it would be stupid not to buy that. In, even if it didn't work for parts, you know? And then I was, like, obsessed with that because that was the only time I, I, I went back next week. I asked two different guys if, that, if they were the person that they had it, you know, because I was so mad. Because what's the odds of seeing that? Just, again, just the square unit. Not You can't play it with just that. You need the, the base to put it in. But never, never see that ever. So you're, if you, so everyone out there, if you ever see a black NEC CD player that's square, it's probably the same one that's a TurboGrafx 16 CD one. It's probably the same one. That's the one one. The other one is not as big a deal. It's only a ten dollar, fifteen dollar game. Yeah, Double Dragon for Game Gear is hard to find, and it's supposed to be pretty good because it's probably the same Master System one, probably close. Um, and that I didn't buy when I should have. For like five bucks. That's really it, though. Not a lot. I regret. I regret buying. Th- I regret buying things and finding out I made a mistake. That happens more rarely, but it still happens. I uh, I had gone to a flea market once and I had taken no cash with me because I was really just going because it was something to do. And they had rocking cats for three bucks, and I passed it up. And uh, I was pissed because I'd always wanted that game. I'd rented a bunch and never owned it. Luckily, Pat solved that issue for me and got me a what? copy. At you're welcome. Thank you. Okay. I, I've, I've thanked you. You don't need constant praise. You'll be fine. Um, Appreciation and gratitude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm giving it to you. Um, but yeah, so Pat solved that problem for me. What? It's not so much things that I regret. I would love to go back to the flea market that I bought most of my Nintendo games from in 99. You probably would have bought them all. It, no, <laughs> but, but, no it's, it's not so much that, you know, go back, buy them all, make money thing. It's what was desirable then what we had our eyes on in 99 is not what we have our eyes on now and the guy who ran the big booth that i used to get everything from was really good at getting anything that i wanted so what i'm wondering is how many panic restaurants how many little samson's adventure how many bonks i know i missed bonks adventures because i never liked it as much as the original version so, so i passed it so there, was, i know he, that he was able to get things to order because back then all those games were worth five or ten bucks right so what i'm saying is i, I just because what we were all looking for back then was stuff like Caltrons and and actions and the unlicensed games, wisdom tree games, and wisdom tree games. And now yeah. it's all you the know, late release it's games. all late release stuff. So I bet you all of that stuff was sitting in those bins, you know, for for next to nothing. You, th- you know, you hated. You think he had a save events at one point? Oh well, yeah, I definitely think, I think he probably did. did. I really do think he did. He probably he, had one in everything at one point. Probably. Yeah, yeah. In, in the time span that I was going, and I was going weekly, he probably. Hell. Had I really had the money to do a full set, I could have done it through this guy. And that's my one regret because I've already sold off a lot of my Nintendo games. I have no desire to get a full set anymore. But had I been better about it back then and not was just looking for weird shit to play, mm-hmm. I, I could have. I probably could have. That's funny because in 99, you can still call it Funkaland and say, hey, do you have Steam events? No, we'll call other stores or go online. We got one, we'll transfer it. Right, yeah. exactly. And that's how a couple people think they said they got one. Yeah, no, I believe it. Because back then, it was probably like a $5, $10 game. Mm-hmm. Which I knew. You know what I mean? When I started collecting 99, I, I never thought I'd get every game. I didn't think... I saw I'll, I'll get interesting stuff. So I'd go to Funko Land. And get, I got a lot of the uncommon. Most of... The reason why my, my, my collection didn't cost that much, because a lot of those uncommon games, I got for like a dollar or two. Yeah, Funko Land... Yeah, Funko Land 
pieced out a lot of their collection at under a dollar. Yeah. And I remember people, you know, when I post, we've mentioned it before, but when I posted on PSI, I was on the S Pit. You know, people would be like, "I spent two fifty at Funko Land today and got these twenty games." And it's like, Jesus, Christ, really? Yeah. yeah. Especially when they do the buy two get one free yeah. when they went out of business. Or not when they business, they're getting rid of their used stuff like two thousand three. I told mm-hmm. you the story. I went to half of them in New Jersey, and then I bought probably one hundred and fifty games. But I didn't buy them all. I should have just bought all the. You know what I mean? But I was smart. So they had baseball stars for like ten bucks. I was getting five dollar and under games, but I got a lot of them. Probably, I don't know. I, I probably got one hundred and fifty games from Funko Land. Yeah, it's one of those hindsight is twenty twenty yeah. sorts of things. But you know, yeah. I, I do. I still got I, a good chunk probably I, I, because I don't quote unquote collect anymore. It wouldn't even drive me nuts. But I, I wish I could see like a like you know a couple screen caps of you know that stand back yeah. then just see what Hell, was in those boxes. I saw all those Funko Land sleeves. I kept them all. I probably have a few hundred Funko Land sleeves. Yeah. It said, "Oh, this take." I'm like, okay. Um, from uh, that Craig fellow. Well, balls. My question already got asked. Another no. Sorry, Craig. You only get one. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> well, because people are trying to do that. I'm sorry. You have to stern justice. Yes. <laughs> What DS games franchises do you think would benefit most from a 3DS sequel? My vote is Twee Twee What? How do you say that? T W E T W E W Y. I have no idea. All right, sorry, Mike. Another another repeat person. Hmm. <laughs> this is from at Panzer Jedi. I have a brand new 3DS XL that I got on Black Friday, 150 dollars. That I'm just returning the store. Do Do you want it? Yes, I do, Jason. I actually, I I would. I would buy that from you for one hundred fifty because I, uh, they had the cool they had the cool Zelda version with the game. Well, it was a digital one, but yeah, still for, for one hundred fifty only, and a lot of people got it. Uh, Billy from the Game Tasters got it. That I went to Target to look for. I went uh, too late in the day on on Friday. It was probably gone, you know, Thursday. Like I said, they had three I think pink ones left, and that was it. And then and then regular XLs for a uh, hundred and uh, pink is the new black. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I should have gotten it. It's a script. could have spray painted it. Oh Jesus but, um, Christ! But no, 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 no. they had regular 3DSs on sale for like, from like 180 down to 150. That's what they had. So yeah. they did both for basically 150, which is insane. Yeah. yeah. The biggest benefit to me of the 3DS XL is not exactly the screen size. Although it's nice for someone like me, it's the battery. So, life. so Jason, shoot me a message. My email address, uh, Pat at the com. Yeah, I'll do that, and we can play on the plane. Even though I have no games for it. Everyone else send them pictures of your butt. Butt? Thanks. This is from at C Jonathan0329. Which Duke Nukem quote is your favorite? Okay, which one wasn't a ripoff from They Live? Yeah, none of them because they were all taken from better movies and better places. Who Wants Some was a ripoff. Kale to the King was a ripoff. Chewing Bubblegum was a ripoff. I mean, what's left? (laughs) You know? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I actually had this discussion the other day. A lot of people, and I'm not saying that this is the case with this guy, so don't be insulted, but a lot of people who hear Duke Nukem now, who are maybe a little bit longer, younger, don't realize that all of his lines are stolen from movies. Most were. Yeah. Uh, at Classic Game Blog, where did you get your NES test station from? It was a private uh, deal, the same person I got my M82 from. Uh, do you know how many of them were made? That's a good question. Um, I'm guessing they probably only made a thousand of them because they only needed enough for as many Nintendo service center stores. And there were a huge, huge amount of those to begin with. There was one in one of the malls near me in New Jersey. There was one, and there was a lot of malls near me that I know. Yeah, there was only one in Buffalo, and there's three main malls in Buffalo. So, 
you want to say there was maybe 20 per state and, and that includes the big states probably there was probably 10 in new jersey in new jersey there's a lot of people how many do you think there were in a state like oklahoma one or two you know so i'm going to say a thousand just throwing out there because just for the reason why you don't see them on ebay too often they come from ebay maybe once or twice a year they're not they're not easy to find at all i've never really seen one at a convention or expo for sale they probably threw out a good amount of them or got damaged well a lot of people you know? forget that because i had a guy who called me up the other day and he was looking for a ps3 kiosk and what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of that stuff like test stations and uh kiosks um they're still technically the property of whoever gave them to you. You're yeah. supposed to send a lot of that back, and yeah. they destroy it. Like the fact that you have a test station is is unique because that probably wasn't meant to ever go out into the wild. It was meant to go so back the, to Nintendo. So the demo unit. Yeah, and they would they have dismantled it. It would have dismantled. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I mean, in, there was probably a thousand total. Maybe then. How many uh, are there now? Five hundred. Half that. You know. Maybe maybe five hundred. Three to four hundred. Sure. It's hard to put a value on it because every company eBay people try to get a thousand from they never do. They're interesting oddities. If I had to place a value on, wholeheartedly unnecessary. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I mean, they basically all the different test cards. It does the job of most of the test cards. Right. I think it does the job of every test card except the power pad test card. I think that's basically what it does because the test card they have test cards one for the controller, one for the system. Uh, one for the zapper, I think. There's a bunch of them. This does it all with the Switch. So it basically has all that functionality, except, again, I think the power pad doesn't have. Maybe. I can't. My neck hurts. But anyway, it's cool. I've turned it on. I never tested all the functionality, but whatever. I don't like it that much, honestly. Wow. Some, you own something that you've never used. Craig's now crying. It's an answer to the question. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> no, Craig, don't cry. And this is from Kirkland. He's following up. Ian, you're right. I'm I'm picked on at school for my knowledge of retro games, and I'm actually 15. Hang in there, Kirk. Yeah, hang in there, buddy. But if someone gets violent, you have to answer with violence. I hate to say it's only to, to fight back, back against bullies. That's my advice. Punch them in the face. Pop them in the nose. Tell them to fuck off. It does work. They'll stop picking on you after that. Um. Oh, and this is oh scoff. T W E W Y is the world ends with you. By the way, on 3ds, I, I I've never played it, but that's his question about that. He's scoffing at me, so I'll give you a. Oh, good oh, well, then don't abbreviate. I mean, I, I don't necessarily know that. And finally, from from uh, Helen again, will you be doing the podcast before Magfest? Uh, two weeks from now is the 18th. We'll probably do it on the 18th. Yeah. On the first, probably not. Unless we do maybe December 31st or that Monday, maybe we'll fit one in. We can we then. can record it into our little phones as we're waiting for our flight. That could be really funny. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for this uh, edition of the CU Podcast. It was only an hour, so that was shorter. Not bad. And uh, we'll try to get it online. I'll be working on my DVD for the next week. The artwork's done. It's fun, and it's done. What? And uh, so, yeah, guys, spread the word. The DVD is for pre-order. If you haven't um, gotten your copy, go pre-order it, because shipping is free in the U.S. if you pre-order, and it's reduced internationally. You save, like, five bucks. I'm on a couple uh, commentaries, but I'm not particularly funny. And then a couple of videos. A couple of videos. That's mm-hmm. you're, you're you're very entertaining. Yeah. So yeah, and if you can't if you can't uh, buy it, that's okay. Spread the word around Twitter, Facebook. There's all little sharing tools on the Indiegogo page. I'm gonna. You're start a sharing sharing. tool. I love you, Ian. I love you too. So we're gonna sign off. Any last words, Ian? No. All right then. We'll see you Wednesday, December 18th. <laughs> Goodbye for another completely unnecessary podcast. This is Pat. This is Ian. We're signing off. Finish that beer. My beer's all gone.